Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. You're listening to episode 50 of the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast. Guys, can you believe we are 50 episodes in to this super fun podcast that I love getting to do? I love sharing with you all this great marketing info, and plus, I get to learn so much along with you. So I hope that you have been loving this journey, and hey, if you want any specific topics, if you want to speak on this show, if you want to hear from a certain industry, shoot me an email or maybe even just like an Instagram at, at Mrs. Desiree Rose. And I would love any feedback that you have so we can make this show better for you. So we are diving in today with how you can use in-person marketing, specifically with like really small intimate groups like BNIs, um, Latip groups, and other referral-based marketing groups to grow your boring business. I'm talking with my good friend Jody Towns over at Networking for the Healthcare Mix and Mingle events that she does in Phoenix, Arizona. Jody is the founder and marketing mixologist of Towns Consulting LLC. Her business background is a bit of a puzzle with all points back to I love people. She has been called by many friends and colleagues a connector, and one of her favorite quotes that she reads sometimes is, a room full of strangers are just friends you haven't met yet. Professionally, she's worked mostly as a financial and healthcare industry person and has held positions like director of marketing, training and development director, and CEO of a staffing and recruiting firm. But founded in 2017, Jody has organized networking and healthcare mix and mingle events bi-monthly, growing her group to over 200 plus members. This group is comprised of physicians, practitioners, medical marketers, and promoters, and is an opportunity to build connections and relationships to support others in the medical community. She is the organizer and event coordinator for the Health Now Expo coming to Scottsdale, Arizona in March of 2018. I have been friends with Jody for a very long time, and I knew that she was the perfect person to talk about the subject because I actually met her through a being high group. So, real quick, let's jump over to Ben, and he's going to give you this week's boring business buzzword, and then we will dive into this interview. Oh, boring business owners! Ben Roberts here from the Marketing Buzzword Podcast. Now. This week, we're going to look at the term user-generated content. Now, user-generated content is a huge topic that people have been banging on about for quite a while now, but not, it's not always done well. User-generated content takes into account anything that a user contributes or mentions your company, be it a video, a blog post, a podcast. It can be any of those things. Well, the idea is that you want to leverage as much of that content as you possibly can on your website to be able to help aid conversions. It aids conversions because it adds trust. So what you want to do is you want to be asking your customers to create as much content as possible about the things. Encourage them to leave reviews. Encourage them to write reviews, video reviews, written reviews. Encourage them to participate in forums. 
This stuff provides credibility about your business, and it provides more trust. People, will, if they've never heard of your business before, if they see other people talking about your business, then they're more likely to purchase. You don't have to have a huge number of reviews to make a difference, or a huge amount of content. It's what the content really says, how detailed it goes. Because if someone has a small number of clients, it, that doesn't matter. Because if people look at you as a one-man business, they're not expecting you to have hundreds of thousands of reviews because it doesn't look right. As long as you've got a couple and they're updated somewhat regularly and you're trying to update the content on a somewhat consistent basis so it's not out of date, then you're going to see some good conversion benefits. That is user-generated content, and it is something that you are. I really recommend that you look at trying to implement for your businesses, for your websites. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll be back again very soon with another marketing buzzword. Goodbye. And now, without further ado, how your boring business can use referral marketing to crush it with your social media and online marketing goals. Hi, Jody. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you on to talk about how your boring business can use networking groups to grow your business. We talk a lot about like networking and online and, and doing things to the internet, but I think that sometimes we forget that like we got to talk to people. And so when Jody was like, let's talk about this, I was like, yes, let's talk about this. So Jody, why don't you tell us about you and your boring business to, before we get going into this topic? Okay. Well, just real quick, my boring business is I've actually had years and years of experience in, in networking and just being out there and, and just doing exactly what you said as far as meeting people and building relationships. And now I've come to a place where I'm able to monetize it. So I have my own networking group that's called Networking for Healthcare, and it's primarily for physicians. So uh, doctors that don't typically know how or like to network, this is a great platform for them to come out and just, you know, meet other healthcare professionals. So this is very exclusive to just the medical field. But like I said, it's a way that I have been able to turn it into a business and actually monetize the connections that I've just made throughout the years, just because that's what I do. Awesome. That sounds fantastic. So first question, let's dive in here. So what do you do to market your networking group online and offline? Well, I use LinkedIn as my platform of choice for social media because really I'm looking to meet other um, healthcare professionals and often cases it's, it's physicians, but it's just really anybody that's in the healthcare world. So LinkedIn is the best resource for me to, you know, just make those connections. So I do use some of the other platforms, you know, of course, Facebook, and then also Instagram, love Instagram. And so those are just on a personal level, which, you know, how everything always kind of carries over, I will use those two platforms on a personal level to also just kind of keep people informed as to what I'm doing. Awesome. So obviously you have a networking group specifically for physicians and medical professionals. So obviously this is like an offline, like in-person type of thing. So how do you market in-person marketing to these people? Like obviously like, I mean, is there an online component to it? Is it just like word of mouth? Like are you handing out flyers? How do people, I guess, find this networking group that you have and like learn about the benefits and why they should be a part of it. 
Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, my group has just exploded in this short year and a half. And I don't take all the credit because really it's just about giving everyone, you know, the the task with just sharing the information with other people that are like-minded that want to come together and meet in person and basically have those conversations during a, a you know, a networking event. And then that's where how things just kind of continue on. But but yeah, a lot of it is just spread either organically, just reaching out to people and just meeting people out there and, and inviting. And then, of course, there's always the, the social media part. But I totally agree that, um, I mean, it is about having those face-to-face conversations. You really have to have a balance of both. You can't just live, you know, in behind your computer, so to speak. You do need to get out, you know, in whatever fashion that looks like to continue to market your business. Yes, even me, the person who works on the internet all day long, gets out and talks to people in the flesh. It's usually kind of weird because I got to like put on heels and stuff, which I'm a jam, but right. I have to do that sometimes. So, what is an organized networking group in the context of like, there's networking where like you right. go to a mixer and chat, but right. there's like organized networking groups. Talk about what those are, maybe what some examples are for our listeners. Okay. Yeah. So, and I've, again, I, when we had kind of talked about this topic, I was really excited because I've done everything. (laughs) I've tried everything and I've encouraged other people to try, you know, everything and figure out what works for you. So definitely there's a difference between networking events, which just like you mentioned, is usually just open networking conversations, making connections that way, usually without some sort of agenda other than just meeting other people. And it's the same term that I would use as like leads groups. So more of an organized, usually there's, you know, much more of a commitment. It's more on a regular basis. I mean, I participate in one that week that have weekly meetings, as well as I've heard some other ones that are more organized are on a monthly basis. So they, I think part of it is they meet more often because they're really trying to make internal relationships. Like they're trying to create that consistency, seeing the same people, um, having some offline conversations and there's an agenda. I mean, there's definitely like, you know, a component of, you know, everyone going around the room, introducing themselves, allowing guests that are attending to do the same. Um, usually there's a spotlight. I, um, have seen that quite often as one business each week will have kind of the spotlight to share a little bit more. And And a lot of times that's a great time to be able to practice your own 30 second pitch. Um, Really any, any time that you're doing that is practicing, but where you're able to really kind of expand on what your business is all about, the people that you're looking to meet and really look to the group that you're spending all this time with to kind of help you to make those connections so that they intimately know your, your business. Awesome. So I've actually done this too. I, I'm with Jody. Like Jody and I go back to some like old school stopping grounds of like hitting the dirt for networking groups. I've done open networks. I've done mixers. I've done chambers. I've done BNI groups, the tip groups. Uh, there's just so many ways, you know, to network your business in person. And you really just have to like spend time at all these different kinds of places to figure out like who your people are and like how it's going to help your business. Because I have met some of the most amazing people at these groups, but as far as like trying to convert that business is, is just so different. And so yeah. I think what's great about organized networking groups or leads groups is that there's that guaranteed, like it's the job of everyone in that group yeah. 
to help you get business. Right, right. There's usually that requirement where you're actually making referrals and you're using that group as kind of your go-to people. So if someone is saying they're looking for an air conditioning repair person, you know, if you have someone in, in the group, that should be your first, you know, connection. So, and yes, it's, I mean, it's something like to your point about, you do have to try different things. You even have to try different organized um, networking groups to just figure out if the dynamics, if the people within the group that are already kind of there, if that kind of fits into, you know, what you're looking for, Um, because it is during that particular time, but it's also having those one-off conversations and just keeping in touch with people and really just kind of building your tribe within that, that circle of people. And usually it's like 20, 30. I mean, there are some organized groups that are really, really large, but I think like the 20 to 30 number is a nice number so that you can kind of get around and know what everyone is doing. And then the same for them so that they can help you to send you the right clients, customers, even just referral partners. Yeah. And do you think it's possible for people to just like, like if all of their, all these marketing things are all these gurus, all these people like, Oh, you have to be on social. You have to do video. You have to do stories. You have to do this is this. Do you think it's fair to say that like, if you just did these organized networking groups that you could grow your business to where you'd want it to go? Like this could be your marketing for your business. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm all about the balance, but I think that if you, it's honestly, it's a really kind of a low cost way of just getting out and, and just meeting people and just figuring out like who are good connections for you. I've often, um, you know, given people advice to just spend 30 days and just check out as many different types of events, organized events, open networking kind of events. Um, and just, you know, hit the ground, like set your calendar where you've got like two or three, cause it is kind of exhausting. So you, you want to balance it out, but you have that mission. And even for 30 days to kind of figure out like what, you know, what group really works for you. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally a believer in building those face-to-face relationships. I mean, there's nothing that can really, you just can't do without it. I mean, you do have to have kind of your inner circle. And if that ends up, that inner circle ends up being an organized um, group, that's awesome. And that's kind of your go-to. And I also tell people don't get into something. And then within, you know, 90 days say, well, it's not working. I'm not getting referrals. You know what I mean? You really do need to give it a full year to be really honest. You need to give it some time to, again, grow those relationships, make sure that you're giving first so that you're also receiving, you know, just have some different intentions as to what you're really looking for. And I think over time, um, it will be a benefit. And and then, you know, assess after that year mark and see if this is, you know, if you've had that return on investment from what you put into the group, not only your time, but the money. And then if not, it's okay to move on to something different after that, that point. But that's just kind of my two cents. You said something that I think is really important to highlight, and that is that you have to give as well. So many people, I think, go into networking things, specifically with these organized groups, expecting to get all of these referrals for their business because they're the bee's knees and everybody needs them. And why wouldn't everyone want to give them their business? But you have to remember, like, you have to you have to give it back. Like it's a two way thing. Like not only are you investing into this group, but this group is investing in you. Exactly. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, you, 
I mean, it's just natural. And there are a lot of people that don't necessarily have that intention. And they're all about just, you know, what can I get? What can I get? And I think that those are the ones that end up dropping off. That if you have that mutual understanding that you are going to not only be helping other people, you you will in turn receive that help. But it, it it's just like, you know, when you go to events and people just kind of like are passing out their cards and it's all just a business card game of how many they can, you know, go home with and how many they, of their own they can get rid of. And honestly, that's not really true connecting, you know, no. at, the, at the pure sense, it's really just, you know, it's like a numbers thing. So, but yeah, I'm all about giving first because that just comes back, you know, tenfold. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the benefits that go along with these networking groups. So I personally think one of the great benefits is when you find one of the things to look for when you're trying to find an organized group is how many people in that group can you be partners with? Mm -hmm. And so you can kind of have these like little power tribes within these groups. So like, for example, a good power tribe for someone who is like a realtor is that they're going to want to have like a pool guy and a roofer, a contractor, like anything that's associated with the home, if you, you want to be their resource, like for every home, like I'm going to give your cards to every person they sell a home to for any of these needs that you have and like the same back. So I feel like that's a really important thing to like think about when you're going into a group is like how, because again, it's about, again, one, that mutual, like what you can give and what they can give you, but also like how you can really maximize those partnerships. Right. Definitely. I call those, and I'm sure I stole this term from somebody, but strategic business partners and basically creating, like you said, just that smaller nucleus of people that can kind of help you. I mean, we, we have in one group that I participate currently, we do have kind of a little healthcare following uh, or not following, but a little healthcare subgroup that's happening within that group, which is really helpful because again, if like your point about the real estate, um, that's always a really popular one, but definitely having like the mortgage people and the, um, all the, you know, construction and home type things. It just, again, it just creates that synergy because you've, you're all in kind of the same industry. So it makes it really hard when you, and that's why I'm saying it's really important to kind of check out the group. Like don't go to a group one time and and sign up. <laughs> I always tell people, don't do that. Like go to the group at least a couple times. They usually give you the option to come and visit like two times before you actually make a commitment and just make sure that the dynamics. And when I mean that, it's not only just the personalities, it's the industries. Do they, do they somewhat match up with what you're looking for? Because that's really where you're going to get the biggest benefit is having those strategic business partners. Yes. And um, what do you think are some of the other benefits of being in these like committed groups? So we've talked about power partners mm-hmm. or um, as you had said, strategic business partners. We've talked about how it's a leads group for you. Do you get people? What do you think are some of those other benefits that you know you can't get from an online marketing strategy? I think, again, it's just giving you an opportunity to, to be in a safe environment. Um, I know that you know, some of these groups really uh, have benefits around if you've got, you know, an idea, or you've got maybe an event coming up, or you just need ideas. This is usually a good place to be able to bring that and you've got, you know, a room of people that, 
you know, know you and support you. And they can kind of give you the, the, you know, the ins and outs or the, you know, what maybe you don't want to hear kind of thing in, in a safe environment. So I think that that's very beneficial. Again, you're, you're building relationships where you're seeing these people on a consistent basis and, and they feel your pain. They want to support you. They, you know, love you, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's a huge thing. I mean, again, I feel that most industries, it doesn't really matter what industry you're in, can benefit from organized networking like that, you know, and really build their own business around that. Yeah. I also would include like off of what you said is like, you get all these people, like you get a room full of friends that you can like mastermind with that you can like run ideas by get like an outsider's perspective. Cause again, like I I'm in marketing and, and you're in healthcare, like you can have someone that just needs like, you have nothing to do with my industry. You have a completely unbiased opinion. This is a problem I have, or this is something I'm thinking about. What do you think? And it just gives you like all the good, like all the good diverse help that you need for your business. Like it's like making a room full of friends. Yeah. <laughs> like friends in a focus group all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So what is something that has gone like horribly wrong for you in your, in the past when it comes to like an organized group? Like what's like one of like your like tragic learn from this kind of a stories? Well, I think again, knowing that organized networking is usually a big commitment, you know, for me personally, in the very beginning, I really didn't know the difference between like just general networking events to, again, the organized, you know, more of a commitment. And I know that way back when I joined, it was also a chamber leads group. And I just really didn't have the time. I had a pretty busy job that the weekly commitment of actually attending, you know, every week was like not, you know, it wasn't doable. There was always things coming up. So that was something that went horribly wrong. (laughs) Um, Just me not being able to really commit to it. And I've seen other groups, the same thing where they just don't necessarily have the requirements in place. So you've got people that are just kind of coming in and out, you know, showing up one week, not showing up for a few weeks, and it just becomes very ineffective. So as much as I'm not like a huge role person, I mean, there, there has to be some accountability and some rules in place. And in that particular example, not me being the bad person, but the others (laughs) being the bad people, there wasn't really anybody there to kind of say, no, we really need to make sure that people are showing up, that you're sending a substitute in your place. That's another really important thing is that if you're not going to be there, find somebody else. And it doesn't even have to be somebody within your opportunity within your industry, but someone who's going to come in and introduce your business at least um, for you on your behalf. And then they obviously get a little bit of an opportunity as well, because they're a visitor, they get to share what they're doing as well. So, and there's not all groups do that. And I know in the group that I participate in currently, I do encourage that if you're going to, if you have something and you know, you're going to miss just, and if you're in a business where you're, it's just yourself, or maybe there's just a couple people, find somebody else in your network to come and at least give your, you know, your 32nd and then be, be a participant. So, cause we always have guests and that's a shame when you're not represented, if you know that you're going to be out. So that is good feedback. And then what is, you know, give us like a really good example of like when, being in a networking group has just been like this amazing, like opportunity, like give us a success story for, for networking groups. 
Oh my gosh. I mean, I shoot, I don't, I have so many, I mean, honestly, just like what you had said, you know, years of experience, you know, building those relationships. I mean, I have people that I still are friends and they're still mentors to me. There's still people that I look to that, you know, when I've done different things in, in my professional career, these are people that I've gone to. I mean, I, gosh, I wish I had like one story, but I don't, I really honestly don't, at least one that's not coming to mind right now. I just, you could even argue that all of your networking led to you starting your own networking business. Yeah. I mean, and, and you're absolutely right. You're that is, I probably am a product of my own good story is the fact that I originally way back in the day was in a corporate America job. And once I left that and got outside of that building, I realized there's a whole world out there and that's how people do build their businesses is creating these connections. And typically in corporate America, you just don't do that. You kind of are isolated. You're not, it's not always welcome to be mingling with other people and other departments and things like that. And so that was one of the biggest things that I learned. And you're absolutely right. I mean, again, when I was talking about monetizing where I'm at today, I love connecting people. I love connecting with other people. And now I've created a business around it to be able to do that, um, still do all the things I love to do and then make, make some money out of it. So. Awesome. All right, Jody. Well, I hope that you guys have learned a lot about like how you can use networking groups to help your business just like blow up and crush it. Like I said, you know me, I mean, I run a social media business, so my, my world is all online, but there are so many fantastic benefits to networking and there are even more benefits, I think, into like this organized group networking where you have this like dedicated team who is there to just like hustle and love all over your business on a weekly ongoing basis. Mm -hmm. So never forget that guys. So Jody, we always like to end our podcast with this question. So what is your favorite quote for our listeners that's going to inspire them to go out and make marketing greatness? Oh my gosh. Okay, wait, I have to like read. Oh, I totally forgot my quote. I have it. It's across the room, but I can't read it. Go get it. I, okay, hold on. Hold on one second. I'll even show it to you. I have it in my house and in my little office. So um, I love anything um, from this. I don't even know if you can see this, but it's go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you have imagined. Awesome. That's fantastic quote. I hope that that helps you guys get all pumped up to figure out if maybe a networking group is right for you. Jody, how can people find you online? Pretty much just jodytowns.com. All right. Sounds good, guys. And if you are in the medical industry, make sure you check out her business as well to help you if you're looking to network your business as well. Thank you so much for being on the show, Jody. It was a fantastic to have you. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you soon. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.